We're watching films on the toilet Cause that's what dads have to do When the movie's unsuitable for your kids Then pretend you need a number two If you need a break from your family or spouse There's a lavatorial picture house Watch Terminator 2 while you're sitting on the loo Enjoy the whole of Rambo 4 with your trousers on the floor We're watching films on the toilet How about you? Obviously, the uh, the listeners won't be able to to see this, but I'm sure they heard yeah. the last episode. the The quality of your audio is now vastly superior to mine. My voice, in general, is just more appropriate for this kind of broadcasting, isn't it? I would say. I mean, I'm not. I can't even argue. You, you do have a better voice for this. I'm, yeah. Oh no! D- I mean, that was very much a joke. I I can't stand my voice. I have like a dead voice. I can't. I find it very <laughs> difficult to uh, to make it make myself sound lively. But you have a very lively laugh. So between the two of us, we have one lively personality. Yeah. <laughs> I really wish I could do that high energy thing. I just can't, and I often feel a bit guilty when I see other people playing with their children. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Come on, let's be mad! Ha ha! Yeah. I'm the king now. I'm gonna. And I just think never do that. Oh, that playing though. I I'm not very good at playing. Do you want to play pirates? No, because I have to pretend to be a pirate. My hope is that my daughter already has has a really good sense of humour, and and she she's able to make me laugh on purpose. Yeah, and that's it. You've ticked off parenthood right there. Well, what I'm hoping now is that I'll come into my own when they don't really want to play, but we can sort of have funny conversations. Yeah, yeah. And then those smug, dumbass parents who like acting like idiots all of a sudden yeah. become super uncool because they, they're not funny they can't actually tell and make funny jokes yeah. in front of their children that's it they'll, that, it'll so end the W going oh I'm a spoon oh, are you a pudding no no dad I've got to go to work just stop lying on the floor pretending to be a spoon uh, and please can I just get my get my oyster card that's and right. go to work good alright okay 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 I had to start with a sound, didn't I? Yeah, that is your wheelhouse, as they say. Welcome to Watching Films on the Toilet. Hello. Oh, don't you, I like saying that. Do you? Yeah, just, you know, it's a new episode. We we are still doing it. It's, it's a good thing. Did you think we would go for a year? I don't think anyone expected us to be doing it for this long. Least of all the, the loan sharks who have been bankrolling this operation. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. We're basically in hoc to some connected guys. It's the lifestyle of a podcaster. Like when you become oh, a podcaster, you got to get the right. podcaster car. You got to get the podcaster <laughs> wife. You got to get that's right. You know, the yeah. podcaster wife. I don't know what that is. Mm. <laughs> you got to yeah. You got you got to I mean, pay for the podcaster parties. Everything changes. It does. I I for example upgraded from Honey Hoops the. Morrison's own brand cereal to Cheerios to actual Cheerios to actual Cheerios oh, I, I can't go back now and we bought we both bought those little gold toe rings didn't we with the diamonds in to celebrate that's right the little toe rings they're matching there we got we got them inscribed didn't we we did that's right on the inside oh, yeah yeah go go f*** yourself <laughs> I don't know why we chose that. Yeah, I it's really I inappropriate. I don't know why, but it works. And when yeah. when when we go to the pool, when we go on our podcaster holidays, you know, like mm-hmm. podcaster haves, podcaster yeah. haves, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like podcaster haves. <laughs> 
and we we take off our shoes and our gold toe rings are glistening in the sunshine everyone's like whoa okay okay Ooh. these guys these guys are in this. debt that's what they say yeah they do and they go like how many listeners do you have yeah and we'll sort of look at each other knowingly and we'll be like let's just say it's more than 20 <laughs> and then we'll just do a massive cannonball into the pool <laughs> let's yeah. just say it's more than 20 mate Cannonball! <laughs> what is this podcast about? It, do, it doesn't matter, really, does it? No. The main thing it's, is, you know, we've got the Ferrari, we've got the house, we've got... The podcaster wife. We've got the... Po- <laughs> okay. So I suppose we should uh, outline the premise of this podcast, which is... Go on, then. Uh, two middle-aged dads who like watching films, most often kind of 18-rated action movies. Yeah. Obviously, can't watch them with our young children because yep. it would scar them. So instead, we we lock ourselves in the toilet and watch them in uh, chunk down pieces. Even even with the dodgiest of thumbs, no one's going to let you stay in the toilet for two hours. It just doesn't happen. It's too long, isn't it? If you're on your own in the house, go to town. But with company, it doesn't really work. Yeah, but if you if you were on your own in the house, you'd probably just watch the film in the living room, wouldn't you? Mm, no, not me. You'd go to the toilet. Definitely. Definitely, because I'm I'm committed. Yeah, you're very gonzo in that respect, aren't you? you I am. To, 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 you know, it's not enough just doing a podcast. You you need to you need to live that lifestyle as well. Yeah, if if I was an actor, I would be I would be full method. That is your rapper name, isn't it? Full method. Full method. You know, that's a yeah. pretty good name. You remember Big Turkey Net? Yeah, he was a thing. He was a thing, wasn't he? I found his rap lyrics, didn't I? I'd love to hear from him again. And what was and his if- friend called? Keith Davis. Keith Davis, that's right. <laughs> Keith Davis and Big Turkey Neck. Oh, forgot yeah. about them. Wow, we really yeah, have covered a... a lot of ground, haven't we? And we a lot did. of debt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so what are we watching this week, Ben? This week, Eamon, very excited. I've wanted to see this film for an awfully long time. It is The Batman, uh, which has come out well recently, directed by Matt Reeves. Bobby Pattinson as the Batman. And yeah, we're going to be talking about that later. Sounds good. Expect some spoilers. But before we get into that, we have a little bit of correspondence. Okay. A voice note, which I'll play. You ready? Okay. Here it is. Hey there, it's me, Batman. Not the Batman, the Batman. Not just Christian Bale, Batman. All of the Batman. Michael Keaton, Batman. You want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. Val Kilmer, Batman. It's the car, right? Checks out the car. George Coney, Batman. This is why Superman works alone. And the new Batman. Something in the way. <sighs> in fact, I'm not just Batman. I'm Iron Man. I love you, 3000. Black Panther. Yvonne Bay. Luke Skywalker. But I was going to Topsy Station to pick up some power converters. And Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time. So make sure you don't forget about me when you're watching the new Batman movie. Because I am everywhere. Woo! Wow, that was uh, that was really intense. <sighs> it was intense, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> It really was. Yep, it was intense. I mean, it's a beautiful voice, isn't it? I'd say the best <laughs> Batman voice. It's a very soothing voice. You know how a lot of people will play white noise or like forest sounds to get mm. to sleep? Do you think mm. anyone plays 
the clips of Christian Bale's Batman voice. I hope he, what I'd hope he's done is some kind of app where you yeah. can listen to it as you're going to sleep. I'd, I hope it's so. Where he's sort of going like, you're in a crystal pool. <laughs> yeah. The water is lapping at your feet. Your eyelids are getting heavy. Can't you, you do, I can't do it. I'm trying to think. Um, Feel the energy wash over you as you relax your body. Let your whole body... Oh, I can't think of anything, Eamon. Your eyelids are feeling heavy and your hands are beginning to fast. <laughs> no, I can't. To fast? Can't That's amazing. Yeah, you can't do it, can no, you? No, I can't. I, just, I can't do this, the impression and make something up at the same time. This is very... We have very much fallen into a producer talent dynamic, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, very much so. They're holding it... Like, you're basically an auto-cue for me, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, essentially, if this was to make it as a TV show, it would be you, just you... And, yeah. and I would be talking to you via an earpiece. How much more money do you think we could get out of those loan sharks? Do you think we could set up a TV show? I don't see why not. Should we do it? I think every, everyone, everyone does it these days, don't they? could sell our toe rings. Oh, no, no, so I got, I'm not sorry. sure about that. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry I said that. I remember the code, the podcaster's code. <laughs> sorry, sorry, mate. Yeah. That, was, that, was, <laughs> that was below the belt. It was. It was right below the belt on the foot. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. See, when I'm not doing the impressions... Can you, is that it? Can you, you can either do an impression or think of funny stuff. You can't do both. Yeah, I can't do both of those things. Is that why no impressionists are funny? I always feel slightly awkward when I see an impressionist on a panel show. Yeah. Because there's always this moment where they'll be like, uh, Rory Bremner, what would John Major have to say about this? Yeah. He's incapable of making a funny joke in and of itself, so he has to sort of pretend to be someone else. He does, and if you took the impression away from the joke... It just wouldn't be funny. Wouldn't be funny, would it? Mm. It's a hard game. I tip my hat to impressionists. Is it is it too extreme to say that uh, all impressionists should be murdered? <laughs> I, I mean, it's a slight jump, but Eamon, you know, I, I give you free reign. You wouldn't... I mean, let's not take it out of the mix just yet. I don't really know where to go with that. Yeah, you can't really go beyond that, can you? No, it's pretty, no, pretty you, final. The, you know that improvisational thing where you're you're not meant to say no? Yeah. I think you've done the equivalent of that. I did a load of improv classes, and I would I worked my socks off just to try and get to a murder as quickly as possible. That was it. It was like someone would say, oh, oh hi, is the coffee shop open? And you'd say, uh, no, someone was murdered inside. You can't really go anywhere from, from that, can you? That's it. No. Yeah. It's good. And someone would be like, um, oh, uh, are you my blind date? And, and I'd be like, no, I'm, a, I'm an off-duty policeman looking for a murderer. <laughs> yeah, again, where do you go from, from there? Just like impressions, improv isn't funny. So <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh, oh, Eamon. So I don't have any correspondence, but I do have a bit of news. Okay, toilet news. Not toilet news. This is news about our podcasting nemesis, Josh Widdicombe and Rob Beckett. Oh, oh, okay. So obviously uh, they have launched a, a rival podcast about more it's about parenting ours is tangentially about parenting theirs is about parenting did their podcast come after ours i'm not sure was it meant to rival ours probably probably yeah but obviously it's a million times more successful oh yeah obviously just to like rub it into our faces they've announced uh an, an arena tour uh, of the podcast oh, <laughs> where they're gonna do it in the manchester arena in the o2 in london which is the O2 Arena. Gigantic. 
a podcast. Wow. Can you imagine a podcast in the O2? I mean, it's ridiculous. It is, it's a bit weird, isn't it? Mm. It's not really much of a stage show. I always think of podcasts as quite intimate. Yes. Whereas they're obviously putting it on the, on the biggest stage they possibly have. And I'm assuming, you know, their show is going to be largely scripted. Well, yeah, they have actually already rec- recorded one. Yeah. And um, I've got, I, I snuck in and uh, recorded some choice choice cuts. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. So here we go. All right. Here it is. Is it just me? Or is it so annoying when your baby does a poo in its nappy? <laughs> the poo stinks! It's horrible! Thanks a lot, baby! I was trying to watch the Grand Prix the other day and the baby was crying, so I punched him. We've all done it. Isn't being a parent tiring? <laughs> I used to have more energy when I wasn't a parent. You've all done it. You, you're driving along and your kid's kicking the back of your seat. So you drive into a canal on purpose. We've all done it. And don't you hate it when you're trying to get to sleep and the baby cries? I like having a sleep. If the baby's crying, then I can't have a sleep. For goodness sake. You spend ages making your kid a nice dinner and he won't eat it, so you say you waterboard him. So he eats it. We've all done it. The other day I was giving the baby a bottle feed and she puked down my back. I looked like a right idiot. It is observational comedy at its best, isn't it? I mean, you know, I know we're, we see them as bigger artists, but you have to take your hat off to that kind of material, don't you? It's it's so real. It's so it's just funny, isn't it? It's mm. just funny. Did you um, do you notice Rob Beckett's one seemed quite violent, didn't they? He's quite. He does seem like quite a violent man. But he dresses it up in such a nice cheeky, chappy manner that people kind of let it slide, don't they? Well, yeah, he tries to make it relatable. And that's the thing, we, we have all done those things, haven't well, we? Well, yeah, we've all done it. Not, <laughs> <laughs> we have all done we it. We have all done it. Yeah, we've all done it. Good. Oh, well, okay. okay. Well, that's good. It's good, to, mm-hmm. it's good to know what they're up to. and um, so Just keep an eye on those guys. Yeah. What about any toilet-related news, Eamon? Of course I've got that. Oh, of course I yeah. have. So, a uh, woman claims she's found coolest toilet in Britain with mysterious big red button. So Abby Hindle was visiting the perch in the park, Eastbourne, East Sussex, mm-hmm. uh, when she left the table for what she thought would be a routine bathroom visit. When she got inside, she noticed a big red button by the side of the sink, which captured her curiosity and goaded her into pressing it, activating disco lights and groovy music inside the cubicle. What? Yeah. Oh, that is so, fancy. She posted it on uh, on TikTok, and it's racked up 2.5 million views. I don't think she deserves that much attention. It's not her toilet. The sign they put above the uh, the button, it says, push it. What's the worst that can happen? But, um, so I was just wondering, what is the worst thing that could happen? In a toilet? In a toilet. What's the worst thing that's happened to you in the toilet? What's the worst that could happen? The cubicle could just get riddled with bullets. <laughs> 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 yeah, that is the worst thing. Yeah. Oh, I, uh, 
I'm not sure. Maybe I'll give it a go. <laughs> yeah, that would that be pretty bad. That is the worst. That would that would be bad. Um I, the worst thing that's happened to me in the toilet. Um, I dropped my phone down the toilet. That was pretty annoying. So they kind of uh, fell in between your legs, I guess. Oh, no, no, standing up. So you've taken your phone whilst you were doing a wee? Yeah. Pretty dexterous. Free-handed. Have you ever seen any of those old guys who'll stand at a, a urinal, get themselves prepared, yeah. and then put both their hands on their hips <laughs> yeah yeah that's it that's the style or when little lads go to the toilet they pull all their trousers down don't they a friend of mine used to do that in urinals just because he thought it was hilarious <laughs> he just, <laughs> oh it's a grown-up yeah it's a grown-up he just let his whole trousers drop yeah um which it was it was hilarious <laughs> <laughs> what did people do they were just like they'd walk in like, uh <laughs> you know <laughs> and no one would want to stand next to him no uh, but it amazing. was funny oh good good news good news that's but, all the toilet news okay 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 so Eamon mm, yeah the Batman how did you see the Batman sorry in the cinema with a bunch of other dorks <laughs> bunch of bat dorks were they all wearing Batman masks they're all wearing hoodies and uh, slightly overweight Baggy yeah. clothes, you know the sort. The screen was completely full, but everyone came alone. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I also saw this film in the cinema, which is where you should watch it. What did you drink for me this week? So I can do the summer wee. I read that uh, Batman's drink of choice is ginger ale. Oh, like the Bruce he, Wayne? He drinks it to, to make it look like he's boozing. Ah. Uh, so he can play the the role of the uh, playboy whilst uh, maintaining uh, his cool head. Did so I, I drank a big glass of ginger ale. I also, also had a load of booze as well. Just to stick it, stick it to Batman. Oh. <laughs> balance it out. Yeah. Just to balance it out. Okay, cool. So how long did I? How long do I get for all the ginger ale and booze? Oh, you got fifty four seconds. All right, that's not much time for this film. Good luck. So Robert Patterson is a moody Batman in a moody Gotham City fighting moody crime. And there's the moody Riddler who's killing off bad cops and leaving clues that only Batman can solve. Much to the amazement of his number one fan, Jim Gordon. As Batman uncovers the shocking truth about corruption in the city by deciphering a code about a rat. Oh no, sorry, hang on. About a winged rat. Wait, no, it was uh, about a pigeon. About, about a penguin. No, 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 about a bat. Anyway, he bumps into Selina Kyle, a.k.a. Catwoman, who's working for the Penguin at his nightclub and happens to be the daughter of a bad gangster man, Falcone. Turns out Falcone had her close friend killed and was also responsible for the death of Batman's parents. What a coincidence. So Catwoman decides to kill him, but Batman stops her, and then he's shot anyway. Riddler turns himself in, and then some bombs go off and flood the city. Eek! But Batman manages to save everyone and realises he can do more to help people than just punching Batman in the face. Batman and Catwoman go their separate ways and Riddler has a chat with the Joker. A Joker. One of the Jokers. The end. <laughs> so how did I get on? Very, really quick, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah, with some judicious editing. I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, a few, few stumbles there that you didn't hear, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I suffer so you don't have to. That's on your T-shirt, isn't it? Yeah. It's on the tat on that I've got. 
and massive gothic letters on my back. That's right. It's when you were part of that um, LA gang. Do you remember I was part of the uh, the Crips, wasn't I? Was it the Crips or the Bloods? I think I was a Crip. Pretty sure. The Batman. Oh yeah. Big movie. Yes, it was a big movie. It was very big. How did you find uh, Bobby Pats? I liked him as the Batman. Wasn't quite so keen on him as Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Didn't really buy the sort of emo kid Bruce Wayne. Thought his hair looked weird. It's very dangly hair. What did you think? I like the fact that he wasn't particularly likable as Bruce Wayne. Yes. Yeah, he really wasn't. Yeah. I think the biggest... And I, I'll start by saying I liked it, but I didn't love it. And the biggest thing for me was was the Bruce Wayne stuff, really. It didn't need to tie in Bruce Wayne's family particularly. Mm. They didn't need to blow up Alfred. I think him helping Selina and caring for her was enough. Mm-hmm. You know, and the fact that Falcone killed his parents as well. Mm-hmm. It was just all too much. Also, I thought Commissioner Gordon and Alfred, mm. they weren't developed as characters at all. We were meant to know who they were, kind of leaning on the mythology or the past portrayals of them. But what it meant was, I think, when Alfred was injured, it was like the idea of Alfred yeah, rather than that character who I didn't really care about. I totally agree. And, and it's, it's a shame because I think Jeffrey Wright is brilliant and he's a really well cast. He just spent all his time going, so you're saying it was him? Are you... Are you telling me <laughs> that this... It was like he was us asking all the dumb questions mm. that the audience would. But I don't really know why he was totally into Batman. Is it the idea that, that everyone else is so corrupt that he, he's the one person that he can trust? I guess. I mean, you know, Batman's clearly very skilled and he's a great detective. Mm. But just one line, just to maybe say... Hey, do you remember that time you did a sweet donut? In the Batmobile. Yeah, that yeah, that would have been perfect. And he'd say, That wasn't a donut. Are you telling me <laughs> that wasn't a donut? But then I liked all the detective stuff. I thought that was good. That was that was a side we haven't seen enough of in Batman. And that was cool. Yes. In fact, I wish it was just that. I'm assuming that Seven was a big influence for this film. The apartment scene was Seven. The antagonist uh, is very John Doe-like. Yeah, all his notebooks. Constant raining. The the purposefully left clues at the crime scenes. It, it is, yeah, it was seven. It was. Um, but and I was, it was very welcome. I was glad that Batman was, it was that dark. And as you said, I loved the detective yeah. element of it. It was cool. It was just kind of weird to see him just standing at the crime scene with all the cops around looking freaked out by him did a great job of making you realize how f-ing ludicrous he looks yeah yeah when they're all just like what what it is a ridiculous situation but mm-hmm. he's really good at what he does i heard that matt reeves his influences he claimed were sort of 70s movies like taxi driver mm. but i felt it was more like an homage to those kind of late 90s early 2000s neo-noirs like seven mm-hmm. bound eight millimeter which is kind of an odd reference point like i don't think anyone's been begging for them to come back no joker 
was like those films. Yes. This was not like those films. It wasn't. When those those influences, it really didn't hide to the point where I think it kind of took me out of the film. It was like, mm-hmm. at one point, a guy was wearing a saw rat trap. It's like, oh, saw. Mm-hmm. And the seven stuff was, oh, yeah, this is seven. Yeah. And also, if you're going to do that hard-boiled thing, that kind of old school, it, the dialogue needs to really be tight. And when you say hard-boiled, are you talking about eggs? I'm talking about Werther's original sweets. <sighs> Yes. It did have that kind of glossy Werther's feel, didn't it? There's that weird scene with his granddad yeah. where they're fishing. Yeah. And I was like, this this stuff scene does not belong in this film. It did come out of nowhere. His granddad is there in his like fishing hat, yeah. little waistcoat thing. Yeah. Batman's there in a cape and like cow. Batman. And I was just like, this is not right. <laughs> come on, little Batman. Let's go fishing. Oh, come on, old <laughs> Batman. I'll take you fishing. All right, granddad Wayne. Mm-hmm. What are we going to catch today? Some pollock? Yeah. And Matt Reeves talked a lot about the Werther's aesthetic of the film, <laughs> didn't he? Very, uh, it's very wet, wasn't it, this film? It was so wet, mm. wasn't it? It was wetter than The Crow, I would say. Wetter than uh, something rude. I liked that. I thought, so I think the bit, that excited me the most and i know i've just laid into it but i did enjoy a lot of it um the car the same the noise i'm so yeah. glad i saw that in the cinema just that it was like yeah. Whoa, okay that was really good the sound design was incredible and then it sort of screamed didn't it yeah what did you think of that the car chase it's interesting it's part of a trend at the moment and i noticed it in interstellar and also First Man. Okay. We don't get wide shots anymore to give you a sense of perspective or geography. In car chases. Yeah, or planes in or rockets in, in the, yeah. some cases. They have this camera mounted on the side yeah. of the vehicle, and it gives you a brilliant sense of dynamic energy mm. and momentum. But it's all about building a feel for it rather than helping you understand what's happening. Yes. It's a bit like the Bourne fights, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So I was engaged during the car chase. I just kept on thinking, like, give me some more information so I can tell what's going on. I think they just got away with it just because it was so, Yeah. you know, with the rain, it was designed mm. to throw you off, I think. I liked the big uh, crash. I thought that was really... With, uh, with Colin. I think he was the best thing in the whole ruddy film. I agree. What what a performance. He was completely unrecognisable. Astonishing. Yeah. And I thought Selena Kyle was great as well. I really liked her. I liked the character. I liked where she went with it. Uh, interesting with that. Now, I'm, as you know, I'm a... I'm as old-fashioned as they get. Oh, my God. I mean, you always tell me off for not having two knives and forks next to each other. I know. I hate all the woke liberals (laughs) and their lies. But is it still acceptable now to have a female character who's spent her entire time in sort of purely sexy clothes? Oh, do you not think that's okay? Partly, I think, like, if I was going cat burgling, I wouldn't wear restrictive leather skin tight she's garments. Catwoman though I she's Catwoman wear, I would wear tracksuit <laughs> yeah Selena Kyle in a sort of baggy tracksuit you want something that gives you like a range of motion I've never worn mercifully a skin tight leather outfit yeah, but you've never been cat burgling cat burglars if any of you listening yeah. what are your items garments of choice we will definitely get one to write in fingers crossed cat burglar will write in <laughs> 
Yeah. I suppose, were they motorcycle leathers? Is that what the, yes, the thing was? that's right. She was riding a bike. And in the club, she had to, had to dress up mm. to appeal to the gentleman clients, I suppose. Yeah. But you make a valid point. I really liked her. And I thought, actually, her story with her dad had much more of an emotional punch than Bruce Wayne's did. I agree. Do you think part of that is because we've heard that bloody story so many times now, you don't care? Yeah, and it wasn't really... I I understand why they didn't dwell on it, but at the same time, if it's going to be kind of the crux of the twist, you do need to dwell on it a bit more. And it, and that was why it sort of it was these things that it had borrowed that we were expected to know, but at the same time it was kind of cra- trying to create a new universe. And I don't know if you can do those two things. Do you think they need to sort of zhuzh it up? They need to give his parents' death like a shake it up, like a more theatrical feel. Well, like you know, at the beginning of James and the Giant Peach, James mm. Henry Trotter's parents are eaten by a rhino. Yeah, I think that would work. That's good. That would be good. They could be eaten by a rhino. Um, maybe step on a landmine. Yeah, they could. They could. <laughs> yeah. Be a thrilling. They just. They just. Maybe they're just not dead. Yeah. He just does it anyway. Yeah. Maybe he's like, "Will you stop moping? Yeah. Do something with your fucking life, Bruce. <laughs> Both my parents are dead. We're not. We're right here. No, you're dead. <laughs> Oh, what about uh, cyanide capsules? That's a good one. Yeah, they both do one of them at the beginning. They, you know how uh, how spies used to hide them in fa- inside fake teeth. That's right. They sort of do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They shake their. They like. Aren't they? Yeah. They like that. That's right. Looking directly at Bruce. <laughs> and then just collapse. Yeah. Also, I felt. Maybe it's just because of the uh, the time that we live in. The idea of a decent billionaire is just laughable. Yeah, that's true. The reason people are billionaires is because they're selfish a-holes who have done terrible things. Yeah. There, there is no exception. No. There is no exception. They're all awful people. <laughs> so it's laughable that someone would be like that. Yeah. I guess, you know, that's the next film, isn't it? He has to try and be a good billionaire It'd be good yeah i'd like to see one where he's just like <laughs> they uh mark zuckerberg him and they just take him before congress yes. and it's just this really boring procedural uh in a uh, clause for subsection b um that's just <laughs> see you on the right page okay good it should be like that have you seen don't look up i have yeah and mark rylance's performance in that mm. I think he could be Bruce Wayne. That is a far more accurate billionaire than Bruce Wayne will ever be. Yeah, so maybe he should be more like that. (laughs) With the crazy white teeth. Yeah, with the teeth. I do think this film was about an hour and 20 minutes too long. (laughs) It was very long, wasn't it? I was really enjoying it up until about an hour and a half. Like, I really Mm. loved the procedural. I really liked a lot of the scenes. I liked the car chase. I liked that DA with the bomb thought the opening with the shadows and not knowing which shadow he was going to come out of was brilliant. All really good. But then it just kind of spiraled. It's like they kind of bottled it. They went, oh, this is too small scale. It can't just be about them solving yeah. this crime. Yeah. There has to be a global oh, yeah. uh, threat, which we have. And it's just, you know, the thing with the dams and stuff, it was just totally unnecessary. And it was like... It really came out of nowhere as well, didn't it? It did. Yeah, that's right. It didn't feel, feel earned at all. No. If they just wrapped it up, 
after they'd caught the Riddler, they, that would have been fine. It's like being served a delicious starter and main course, and then the waiter saying, and for dessert, here's a massive bowl of potatoes. So <laughs> I, I don't need any more film, thank you. I'm done. We're going to flood the restaurant with potatoes. Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with a rounded, gritty, yeah. street-level detective movie. It yes. doesn't have to keep it low-key. It's fine. Quick question for you, Ben. Which Batman villain are you most like? Probably Jim Carrey's Riddler. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you are. That's a great answer. Really annoying. Uh, Too much energy. And, oh, and I've got a massive swollen face. Yeah. Yeah. Dumb face. Yeah. I do that that all the time, don't I? Perfect. Yeah. What about you? Hmm. Well... I mean, it's obvious, but I am very funny, aren't I? So it probably would be Joker. <laughs> I thought I was going to say Bane. <laughs> you wear like a breathing mask, don't you? People don't know, because obviously we're, you know, this is a podcast. You can't see it, but I yeah. wear a mask with little pipes yeah. coming out of it. you got all the pipes. That was mm. your nickname at school, Pipes. Pipes, yeah. Oh, oh, shh. All right, lads, it's Pipes. It's Pipes. Are you calling me Pipes? <laughs> Plus, you were huge as well, which was quite intimidating. Uh, well, it was absolutely gigantic. Yeah. I had a bald, a bald and also wrinkly head. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. <laughs> I don't got know the answer. <laughs> Is it 54? Put your hand up before you call out pipes. <laughs> yeah. Pipes. Yeah, even the teachers called me pipes. That's rude. You know, it's weird when teachers adopt the derogatory nickname, isn't it? Yeah. You know it's caught on when they do that. <laughs> yeah, stop doing that c- face. <laughs> no, I think yeah, yeah, Jim Carrey's Riddler for me. No, that's the, the perfect answer. Speaking of the Riddler, mm. there's a moment in the film where the DA mm-hmm. has to solve three riddles yeah. in two minutes. Mm-hmm. How do you fancy your chances, Eamon? I fancy him real good. Okay, so I'm going to give you three riddles. Mm-hmm. You got two minutes to solve them. Okay, and if you don't, mm-hmm. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> like next time I see you, I'm going to kill you. I like it. I like okay. the stakes being high. Yeah. Right, you ready? Yeah, go for it. Okay, first one. I come in a lot of different sizes. Sometimes I drip a little. If you blow me, it feels really good. What am I? Is that a nose? It is a nose. Well done. Ticked Mm. off. Good. Okay, you're doing very well. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to drag the next one out because it might be too easy. Okay, you ready? Yeah. What's long and hard when it's young Mm -hmm. and small and soft when it's old? Candle? It is a candle. You're on fire. Yeah. Like a candle. Like a candle is. I am like the Riddler, aren't I? (laughs) Quite quick. Okay, you've still got a minute and 20 seconds and (laughs) doing quite well. Okay. Oh, yeah, these were a bit easier. Maybe four riddles in two minutes. Let's see, shall we? Okay. Arnold Schwarzenegger's is long. Mm -hmm. Donald Trump's is short. Mm -hmm. And Madonna doesn't have one. What is it? Is it a second name? It is a second name. Well done. Well done. But much like the Riddler, Mm -hmm. I've always got a little trick up my sleeve. So uh, here's another one. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to keep on telling you riddles until we run out of time. (laughs) Until I get an excuse to kill kill you. you. Uh, Okay. All right. Here's the last one. You ready? You've got 30 seconds. After a train crashed, Mm. every single person died. Mm -hmm. Who survived? After it, say it again. After a train crashed, Mm -hmm. every single person died. Mm -hmm. Who survived? 
Is it a person called who? Nope. Five, four, three, two, <laughs> one. Oh, you're oh, a dead man. Dead man. Yeah. Oh, come on. Who was no, you're not a dead. You did solve the three. I'll give you. I won't kill you. Oh, thanks. Uh, well done. That last one mm-hmm. was the couples. Every single person. Oh, ah, that's clever, that's isn't it? One. Oh no, I, I think you'll find it's it's good. Mm-hmm. But I've got a riddle for you, Ben. Okay. Uh, I'm a stupid dumbass with red hair. <laughs> My name is Ben, and I look like a. T- <laughs> who am I? Oh, um. Oh God, is it? Oh, um, is it Ben Shepherd with red hair? It is Ben yes. Shepherd when he dyed his hair red. Yes, well oh, done. Good one. That was good. I, oh, that was yeah. hard. <laughs> it's really hard, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So it's time to find out whether we'd flush the Batman. Much like Gotham City, mm-hmm. it's flushed away. Or if we'd fish it out and wear it on our chest in a bat-shaped symbol. What would you do? Fl- flush it or fish it? I've, I love Batman. Mm-hmm. I love the character Batman. Yeah. I love the Batman comics. And I was very excited. And I think it's a good film. Most of what I watched was just my anticipation getting in the way of me enjoying it. So I'm very keen to see it again. Mm-hmm. And I think there's enough in there to to justify its goodness. Mm-hmm. I thought it opened very strong. I really liked the new characters. And I left maybe a little disappointed, but excited for where it's going to go next. So for those reasons, I would fish it out. Mm, very thoughtful answer there. What about you, old pipes? I felt really conflicted because I think the first two thirds of the film was like a four out of five or a five out of five i really enjoyed it i loved the soundtrack i really liked the sound design i thought it shot really well i thought it looked great but i think the ending really ruined it for me i was just like it just felt like it just took this crazy mm. left turn and and we hadn't been building up to that in the film like dark knight we are, there's this slow build you yeah know, the stakes get larger and larger and larger and larger until we have this this big sort of standoff and it didn't feel like everything felt street level. Yeah. And it really, really annoyed me. So I think I have to flush it. Oh, man. Might be because I was grumpy and really tired and wanted to go to bed. So I will watch it again. And if, if I change my mind, then I will go down into the sewer, yep. find this film and drag it out. And strap it to your chest. Strap it to my chest. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. I wasn't as disappointed as you were. But I understand where you're coming from. One thing we haven't mentioned, but that scene with Selena Kyle wearing the contact lens in the club, I really loved. That was great. I liked that we didn't know if Batman was just using her. We didn't know how much she knew and we didn't quite know what she was going to find. I thought that was very strong. It was brilliant. I think the only missed opportunity there is she didn't go into the toilets. <laughs> I'd love, love to have seen what happened in the toilets. Then the men's toilets? Yes, the men's, yeah. Good. Uh, All right, cool. So that was The Batman. Finally seen it. And now it's time for our top five. Yay. And this week we are going to do our top five DC movies. That's right. Now, we talked a bit about this, didn't we? And and it includes, it's not just the recent DC movies, it's all DC movies. We're going to guess each other's top five movies. We have three guesses. Whoever gets the most right gets to choose next week's film. And whoever loses gets to do a forfeit. Mm. 
I think I lost last week, didn't I? You did, so you go, you go so first. I'll go first. So, my first guess for you mm-hmm. is A History of Violence. Yes. Yes. Very good. Very yes. good. It's a good movie. I, I like it where it, uh, he gets that big thing of coffee and, he, and someone gets smashed in the face with it. Yeah. And he goes, it's a grisly film. Yeah. He goes, how was that for a hot drink? I don't think he says that. <laughs> yeah. And he's not Plumothian either. <laughs> oh, is that for a hot drink, you dead? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's super it, violent. It's super violent, it that film. It's very violent. Great. Oh, no, good good choice, for real. Oh, bravo. Um, I, for you, will say yeah. uh, Shazam. No. Huh. Okay. Oh. All right. So, my second guess. Mm. Well, this is a duplicate. Mm. Um, the Dark Knight. Yeah. It's obvious, be, isn't it? Gotta be, it's isn't obvious. It? It's yeah, it's a great film. Okay, right, my turn. Your turn. Gotta get this. Mm. I'm gonna say nineteen eighty nine Batman. Yes. 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 Yeah, yeah. It's gotta be on the list. It's gotta no, be no, on you like list. that one. I was saying to my children that they were really disappointed that they couldn't see this Batman film. Mm-hmm. It's a fifteen. Uh, so I was saying that when I was Batman nineteen eighty nine, I was eight years old. And it was a 12. Mm. And back then you had to be 12. It wasn't an advisory certificate. Yeah. But my mum and dad managed to sneak me in. You, you went in, didn't you, in uh, that sort of classic ruse where you sat on your mum's shoulders yes. and wore a really long coat with a, a trilby. That's right. On top. And I, they put a little fake stash on me. Yeah. So you um, were this gigantic, like nine foot man yeah. with a tiny head and moustache. <laughs> And they still let you in. One for Batman, please. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, that was yeah. it. Yeah. They, they, they um, didn't, it worked, though. Didn't, didn't question it. I had all the... Did you, did you remember collecting the cards? Vaguely. I didn't collect them, but I remember people in my class had them. They were great. I had, I had them. And they had, you had the chewing gum in them. That was awful. Awful chewing gum. I remember if, if you had Kim basing a card, everyone was like, oh, she's really hot. And then yeah. I remember someone had the Jerry Hall card, and they were like, oh, she's gross. <laughs> I was like, she's a supermodel. Yeah. But obviously, going along with like peer pressure, I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's, old, she's really gross. Why they put there in the film? She's ugly. <laughs> I know. It's so weird. Righto. So if you get this, then you win. Yeah, man. Okay, so all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a risk. Watchmen. No. I'm sure I thought I heard you mention that at some point. It was the, the limited series that they did on HBO. It's brilliant. Ah, yeah, that's it. I threw that away, didn't I? You really did. That was your that was your chance. But if you if you don't get this If I don't get this then you have also won. Okay. Double. Yeah. Joker. Yeah. Oh Yeah. Yeah, I really like it. Right, so now we go on doubles, don't we? So who's had the most doubles? I said Joker. I said the Dark Knight. Oh. So we're we gonna have to decide this with scissors, paper, stone. All right, it's scissors, paper, stone. Yes. Oh man, you always win scissors, paper, stone. How do we do it again? One, two, three, two, bang. Three, go. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm good. All right. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Hold up your fist. There is. One, One two, two, three, three. go. Boom. Oh, you... I'm a rock. You're the scissors. That's because you waited for about a minute until I'd done mine. What are you talking about? I beat you. I was always going to do rock. That was in my oh. head. You didn't read my mind this time. But I've managed to beat you. I know. I'm not happy about how'd that. You like, how'd you like that apple? Don't like that apple at all. Yeah, it's a horrible apple. 
So I'm win. I'm I am win. I am win. Yeah. <laughs> I am win. Okay. So so I I am win. Um. So Eamon, you're forfeit this week. Uh. Since you are quite the problem solver, is to solve the Birch and Swinnerton Dyer conjecture, which is an equation uh, widely recognised as one of the most challenging mathematical problems in the world. Um, so best of luck with that. You're, you're very smart, so I'm sure it won't be a problem for you. And Ben, you you may be be the win man this time, yeah. but you were the lose man last time. I was the lose, wasn't I? So you had a forfeit, which was buying a Texan town. I, I did, and, and this is what happened. Hi, um, I was wondering if I could speak to somebody about uh, about buying this town. Well, there ain't nobody else here but me, so I guess that'd be me. Terrific. Yeah, um, yeah. It's actually my friend Eamon, uh that wants to buy it. Um, we we have a podcast together. Um, I don't. You might have heard it. I very much doubt that. Maybe you just don't remember. Anyway, uh, how much do you think this place would cost? You know, ballpark. Do you know anything about this place? Very little, really. I was just looking at abandoned towns on the internet. And I like the look of this one. You know, the, the weather's nice. Um, it's very close to the border. I fancied a trip to Mexico. Well, yeah. Uh, the cartels were bringing drugs through here. And when the people of the town said they wouldn't stand for that no more, uh, they cut them up and buried them in the walls of the church. Oh. Um, are they still in there? Police managed to salvage most of the body parts, except for the mayor's wife. They couldn't seem to locate her head. Ah. They say on the night of a new moon, you can hear her screaming, Where's my body at? Where's my goddamn body at? Right. Nowadays, town's mostly used as a dumping ground for chemical companies who want to offload their toxic waste somewhere nobody will come looking. Well, sounds like it needs a bit of work, but uh, I think Eamon's looking for a project. So look, I've, I've written down a number, um, so just take a look, see what you think. Well, yeah, it's mighty generous. I, I think we can come to some kind of arrangement. Oh, terrific. That's great. I'll let Eamon know. Do, do, you, do you still live here? No, I just come down here most days. Oh, okay. Looking for my wife's head. Oh, good. Well, best of luck. And uh, I'll be on my way. Right. Right then. Interesting. I know. Mm. Yeah. Lucky you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's it. We're finished. It's done. That's it. It's all over. Um, So the film for the next episode. Initially, I thought we should pick a proper classic because we haven't done one of those for Mm. a while. So, you know, The Godfather's being re-released um or a or i know we both like heat a lot yeah but you know these films you you know where they're gonna end up yeah you know they're gonna go straight in the tank of course they are um so and then it popped into my head a film that we both haven't seen for a while mm-hmm. could be good might be trash yeah con air <laughs> yes came out in 1997 starred Nicolas Cage mm. and uh, was directed by Simon West. So we're going to watch that. Ah, that's interesting. I think I assumed that was old um, Michael because it's a Jerry Bruckheimer film. That's actually a real positive for it. Yeah. It's yeah, not, it's the not Michael, Michael Bay. Bay. 
um, but yeah, not Michael Bay. So so that'll be interesting. Mm, okay. Yeah, should be fun. Good choice. All right. So that's the end. Social media, it's awful, but also you have to look at it because we're on there. Yeah, and you just have to look at it, don't you? You have to, I'm afraid. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. There you go. Oh, and YouTube. We put this on YouTube. So uh, please have a look at that. All right. Okay. Good. Thank you for listening. Take care of yourself. Keep flushing. Bye. Bye.